something interrupt this podcast? Well, this is the perfect time for a bathroom break or coffee time. And now, back to the show. And my name is Sabrina. Yeah, um, well, I'm Somali. I'm in my mid-20s, actually, my later 20s, but let's just say 21. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm Middle Eastern, and I'm in my late 20s. Uh, I'm Al and I are around the same age. Yeah. Okay, perfect. And the reason why I'm going to bring you ladies on is because uh, you guys mentioned about my book, and I actually have some criticisms uh, on the book, which I'm willing to hear, you know, and I'm open to criticism, so... Uh, that's why I wanted to bring you guys to the podcast and also talk about your experiences in like in dating and relationship stuff as well. Uh, it's always good to have like the ladies on the podcast and talk about that. So uh, first things first, uh, I want to bring up the really big question like that. What was the criticism that you ladies had on the book? Because uh, I've heard a lot of praises and I've heard a little criticism on the guy's side on it. So like, this is the first time hearing it from you guys. Like, So just let me know exactly what you guys thought of it. Um, let me know what you guys like. What was like the big things that you guys kind of picked up on because I'm out kind of 20 couple weeks ago that you had a few things that you want to mention so yeah you know, if you want to start this video of course no first of all congratulations on the book yeah. 100% congratulations all of us supporting uh, black people <laughs> <laughs> especially Somali people um, yeah it was a really good book I like it was good for me um, yeah I do have a little criticism but we start off on a positive note okay so I did like I did like your, um, uh, so around the marriage chapter, so towards the end of the book, you had like key questions that you mm-hmm. set up for how to deal with long distance relationships mm-hmm. first being. So I like the concept behind that, how you're, you're, I guess, training people or teaching them how to like go about it. Yeah. So, guiding them yeah, in a sense, yeah. Pretty much guiding them. I like how you said, like, what is your time frame when you want to get married or like, would you want a big wedding, a small wedding? You added all those stuff, so you, you said one thing about it, is having kids a priority after being married. That was good, but like, I wish you also added on like how do you want to raise your kids. Yeah. That's number one, because you can ask somebody, do you want to have kids? They'll say yes, and conversation over. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So like you, you should have added how do you want to raise your children? Um, do you want to raise them in an Islamic household? Or are you more lenient? Do you want to be like... More westernized and stuff? Westernized, little yeah. things like that. Do you know what I mean? And like... I like how you ask and you see yourself and like after marriage, stay at home, you can be a working parent, things like that. That's really important. So I can say I really like those questions. Yeah. The way 
I think I have a question for you. Like, where, what were you targeting? Like, what audience were you targeting when you were writing this book? Uh, it was mostly for uh, basically Somali guys mm-hmm. uh, or Muslim guys in general. Because, uh, like, the genesis of the book, honestly, was uh, a few guys I know that kind of were using uh, those two apps, uh, Salons and uh, Muslimatch, for many years. And a few of them, even one guy I uh, know as well, uh, personally last year, who just like went on a massive rant and just like talking about how frustrated he was when he kept swiping on a lot of the sisters there and like they just kept, you know, wasting his time, you know, or like kind of like, um, kind of like more or less, like he felt like in the end, it was like, he was like, it was a time killer at that point yeah. using those apps. So that's why I wrote the book for them specifically. So the book is in a sense, like on a guy's perspective mm-hmm. on that, right? So, but uh, like I said, uh, if you guys have any criticisms, you know? I feel like with the book, yeah. I feel like the way you're describing it to us right now, it was in the sense of let me educate from a man's point of view. Yeah. Before you read the like before you wrote the book, you told me what kind of girl you're into. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you sounded like you're into a girl that's like hardworking. She's also like very religious, great too. But from this book, it looks like you're just into a woman from back home. Yeah. It's like not necessarily. I well, the one thing it sounds like it, it sounds you know like it, but I never once in state it stated my intentions in the book. It wasn't yeah. your intentions, but yeah. like some other people, like oh, how we're gonna perceive it. Yeah, that's yeah. the difference. Like, you're not the first man to have have these like type of these points. Yeah, absolutely. Do you know what I mean? And like yeah. some key factors that like we highlighted in the book. Yeah. Like one of them was, um, guys are looking for the Somali girl they want, which is very simple. But in the end, the woman has the criteria has their criteria and doesn't mesh with what guys want. And then you go down to saying like the guy makes six figures having his own home with a mortgage, paying her expenses like student loan debt, massive wedding planning, worth things like that. So it's like the way I looked at it in this point, if a wo- here you're saying like what a woman's expectations are right now in the 21st century in a westernized world, right? So like that's what typically women are looking for. Is that like is that how you were trying to say it? No, that's okay. what the, the guys I spoke with oh, okay. they were they were talking with other women. That other women, this is be brutal. It's like, I, I like, especially with a lot of women, they have it like a, we, we all have like uh, types, right? We yeah, all yeah have of course. Like expectations. Specific expectations, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Even like how generally you look like, a lot of girls want like six foot back guys. They want top yeah. guys, right? They want guys who are well off. They want guys that are self independent, you know what I mean? A lot of guys nowadays don't have that, that features yeah. a lot of times, right? So they're kind of behind the eight ball most of the time. So I'm just kind of giving these guys these realistic expectations. Like, hey, listen, you won't necessarily find the, fantasy girl you're thinking of this is the realistic type of thing especially nowadays too like you, a lot of women are very educated so they know exactly what they want yeah so a lot of guys don't know that shit at all see that's what you said a lot of yeah. girls are well educated yeah. and know exactly what they want exactly compared to guys that don't know what they want exactly but i remember you saying something along the lines like the women that go on these apps yeah don't know what they want because they never experienced any relationships other than work and school yeah, yeah. that's what you said yeah. You know? yeah so like it's not like you're Yes. Not necessarily, because the ones that that are on the app are ones like probably working or going through school stuff like that, and like and they don't. The thing is, I wasn't talking about. I was saying they know what they want, but the problem is they don't have the experience. They didn't yeah. Experience. So I'm not running side content. I'm just kind of like forming it all together in a sense, and that that's the vibe I got the last three years talking with a lot of small women on these apps. Is that and I mean, when I speak with them or I hang out with them or go on a date with them, I can tell like how nervous they are to say, oh, I'm the third guy they ever spoke with. And these are like hijabis most of the time, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, so you can 100% tell. But it, that's like, normal though. That's like, even even if you're like not meeting somebody off an app, the first date is always awkward. Yeah. No, you know but I mean? I'm talking about specifically Somali women. 
yeah. that's a difference because yeah. the cultural aspect completely changes in dating us. Mm-hmm. I've dated uh, non Somali women. I, I know how dating works compared to dating Somali, especially Ajabis, mm-hmm. where in the end they're kind of like a little bit awkward. They don't know how to like interact with guys. And then afterwards, once you kind of ended up with them, like when you're trying to follow up, like they just ghost you half the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like they just don't under, understand the dating nuances. And that's something like I was trying to like add on to the book. Yeah. I wonder if that is because one living in a westernized world and like a westernized community we are taught like as women especially i feel like one thing i will say is i'll give an example as myself i was in a past relationship for years for 11 years which you know what i mean you know who the person is because he's friends with your brother that didn't work out do you know what i mean and it ended off in very bad terms as a mal knows you know what i mean she's one of my best friends but if i didn't have the tools that i have or I didn't. I wasn't taught the way I was, or I wasn't able to do the things that I did to be able to build myself back up because I didn't gain more than I lost in that relationship. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. And that relationship, as a woman, it broke me. But I had to learn to pick myself back up and build myself back up. And you can't fall, especially in a country that we live in now. It's like our parents came here; they want to give us a better life, so they taught us no matter what, you have to be able to take care of yourself. Do you know what I mean? Put yourself first. Where more or less, like if you go back home. The, the men eat before you. Do you know what I mean? And in Islam, it's not like that. Men, men and women are equal. Let's be real. Do you know what I mean? Like, as much as, like... So that's men, the issue in our community. In our community. It's, it's more cultural than it is yeah. religious. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's just like we took that in. We're more cultural. Cultural, yeah. 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 yeah, before religion, which that's a problem. Yeah. Because our whole culture is based on deen. Do you know what I mean? Our mm-hmm. parents are religious. We, we grew up in religious households. We are friends, where most of our friends are Somali, like 80% of my, like 90% of my friends are Somali. Yeah. The other points here, that's the reason I'm Somali, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But still, like I'm around with people all the time, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. But we still forget the Islamic part. Part of it, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's bad, but... Even at, like Middle Eastern cultures, they have a certain way that they do things mm-hmm. so that they're not frowned upon. And I feel like with women being... First of all, you're a triple minority. Do you know what I mean? A lot of these women are triple minorities and it's very hard for them to be able to build, like to act or maneuver a certain way because one, your family's name is what you have and it's what you're going to live by and it's what you're going to die with. And I, I was always taught or, and I always teach my sister, there's three things you're going to leave this world with. That is your name, your good deeds and your bad deeds. Other than that, you don't leave with anything else. You know what I mean? Yeah. So when these women are coming up and like a lot of the times hijabi women as well, some let's say some hijabi women, they come and everything is very cultural versus mm-hmm. religious. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, I want to present myself a certain way because what if he doesn't accept how I am and he goes and speaks poorly on me and then it gets back to the family. Offer, yeah, we live in a small city. Like small, yeah. yeah. Even though like there's a huge community of small people, everybody knows each other. Yeah. Like, if I don't know you, my neighbor knows you. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And there's been like... Somali guys like to talk as yeah. much as girls like to talk. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I go on one bad date. He's gonna go around saying this girl's rich, You know what I mean? He's yeah. gonna talk about me, and it's gonna degrade go to the next, gonna degrade me. And then yeah. the next guy that I go on a date with, he already has an image of me in his head. Yeah. What are your expectations? Like, what do you expect? Like, if I come and ask you right now, what are your expectations in a relationship? Right? Yeah. What are some things that when you go on a date or you go to meet somebody, right? And it's casual, whatever. Yeah. What are you expecting? What's the first thing you expect? Because in the book. For example, you stated how if within 24 hours she does not reveal her photo, move on. Oh, you mean on the app? On the app. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, what are your expectations when you first meet a woman and how do you, like, what do you want from your wife? Like, what do you expect from her? What kind of woman do you want? 
Are you talking about in a sense on the, on the apps itself? You can give me on the app versus because like, what you're the example you're giving us like, on yeah. the, the app itself. Like, yeah, the app is honestly like, uh, and this is something women like in general like these apps. You guys can kill it. Like you guys are masters at it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I gotta give you guys credit. <laughs> what? First, I've never been on these. Like, I'm just saying women in general. Yeah. Women in general, like that's what I'm saying. That's why I give a lot of credit because you guys, you guys get so many matches. You guys know how to dictate the conversation skills, mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. For guys, like it's kind of like we have to literally be like a step. We're always like a step behind mm -hmm. in a sense. So mm -hmm. when I'm giving out those conversation etiquette, especially on uh, these apps, the big thing I was kind of basically saying is like, listen, if you're spending like hours talking to a girl and she didn't reveal her photo. Do you, you're just literally wasting your time at that point. But isn't this app, like, I don't get it. Is this app meant to be, to do things between Muslims in a halal way? Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. Because if yeah. that's the case, if she doesn't reveal herself right away, right? That isn't she protecting her shut up at that point? No, it's also, and I got catfish too on that as well. <laughs> but the girl that, a Toronto girl that was living in Arizona was hiding her photos. And then when I finally asked her for, for her photo and stuff, like, She's like, oh, you know what? We'll just exchange on WhatsApp. So I got her phone number. And then when I tried messaging her, I could sense the way she was typing. It was a way, it was completely different than she was on Muzzmatch. And I realized afterwards, when I called, it was like, once you get to a voicemail, it was like a dude's uh, voicemail. So right away. So that's what I'm saying in the end, especially for your, for your security and stuff, just ask for the photo like within a day, especially if you're talking for many hours. And you know how conversations are, especially on text or on apps, like you're just responding every other hour, especially if someone's busy. Mm -hmm. So in the end, if you're getting to the end of the day, just ask for the photo. If they say no, then move on. It's like, why waste your time? Because you don't know what the other person is, a stranger you're talking to in the end, right? Yeah. Yeah, so you gotta you be careful You did say something that. like that to me. Remember how you said, like, you said, um, if as you schedule a date, I guess, like on, on the phone, and then the girl does not answer your call, and then she doesn't text you, you give her like a date. And if she responds, uh, if she does not respond, like when she responds, tell her if you do this again, then like you're gonna end it because like, your time is important also. But what about, let's see something happen. Do you know what I mean? That does happen. If, if she's honest about it and she's busy, hey, right? Like, so if, if, if something happens, it does happen, this happened. Where yeah. some, they're busy and they have like a family's emergency stuff like that, that's understandable. That's understandable, like, but like, yeah, but it's all about like uh, g g uh, putting the importance on yeah, this messaging the If she goes to your call and doesn't reply to your message, don't bother messaging her and move on. In the best case scenario, she responds the next day and you let her know that your time and schedule are essential to you. Inform her politely if this ever happens again, that your thing with her is over. <laughs> Yeah, like, in a polite way. In a polite way. It's not. It's not harsh. Not in the end, yeah. Well, you know, in the end, time is money for uh, for guys. Yeah. So if we're setting a day aside yeah. and you're ghosting, yeah. it better be for a very good reason. Oh, what about women? Time is essential. I know, but I'm just saying. Yeah, but I'm just giving you that. I'm saying, giving you that credence. Listen, if I'm putting a day aside, I'm putting a day aside. Yeah, I could be working. I could be doing something. Important that's gonna get me somewhere else. Mm -hmm. If I'm putting a day aside for a girl and she goes mm -hmm. and doesn't respond back the very next day, then she wasted a day of my time. Mm -hmm. So I'm, of course, I'm, and I'm not being mean. I'm just literally stating on a text or a voicemail, mm -hmm. like, "Hey, listen, this happens again." Or if she responds back, we say, "This happens again." Letting know because you know you gotta set precedent. You can't let people walk all over you. No, it's not about letting people walk all over you. Yeah. When you're in a relationship, that's not a relationship. I'm just okay. saying the first time you're meeting someone, right? When the first time you're meeting them, sure. Well, yeah. But later on down the line, I feel like 
if that happens, you're in a relationship, you have to communicate with the person you're with. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can't just say, hey, adios. After one time of them, <laughs> like, yeah. things happen. But, people are busy. But, but, you know what I mean? When We're I was talking about, but what you I have lives, you have jobs, you have families. But I'm just saying, yeah. but, but what I'm talking about is in the introduction. Yeah. Right. yeah. You're, you're talking about the relationship, which is far, far further on. And, then, and that's not, it's um, not something I talk about in the book, but I'm yeah. just talking about the first time. You just want to put yeah, set a yeah. precedent. I get it. Yeah, especially with somebody you, you don't know as a stranger you're dealing with, right? So, yeah. yeah. And then, let's see here. Well, can we talk about this too? Yeah. Um, I've told many of my friends for the past two years when they have used these apps, look at women for me too, it's the easiest thing in the world for us because women are not a factor in our immediate lives. We focus on school, hobbies, and work, entertainment, and making money. What do you mean women are not a factor in our immediate lives? Well, um, they're not. Why not? It sh- they shouldn't be. It should, but it's a big part of it. Like, you know what I no, mean? No, like, it shouldn't. Completing half your dean is yeah. getting married. Yeah, like honestly. Yeah, but that's not. But that's that's something that's a criteria. That's not so really in importance. I, as a guy, when you're growing up, you you we're we're especially our parents put it into our heads. Yeah. Listen, you gotta you gotta uh, be the provider. You gotta get the job. You gotta do all this good stuff. You have to do all that. The last thing we're thinking about is that, like, the woman in a sense, yeah, she's gonna complete half the dean. But since she's not going to be completing half of your, your 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 goals either, right? Like the goals are set aside for you, so you have to achieve those goals first. That way, in the end, like when you do align with a girl, the girl is like like a, a natural fit towards like what your causes are. Okay, I get that. But you know, there's some people like I know a girl that just got married and she's 19 years old. Her and her husband are young. She's yeah. 19, 20. Yeah. They she's not in school. She's not in school. You know what I mean? They they got married because. So how thing to do? So how they don't want to commit any zina. They don't want to, like they don't want to do anything to to like she's a, she doesn't want to tarnish her name. You know what I mean? Or tarnish the like if you want something to work in Ilahi's eyes, it has to be the right way. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes so, you don't have to all the money in the world or yeah. have a degree to your name. You know, like you build. Yeah, you build the person. Okay, I'll ask you guys a question then. Yeah. What, what guys would you guys want to be with? A guy who has everything ready. Like a job, house, car, all that kind of stuff. Or do you want somebody who's literally having nothing and is trying to aspire to? Aspire I think yeah. that question comes with people how old they are, their age. That all comes with age because if you would have asked me this a couple of years ago, yeah. I would have said, you know what, I would rather build with somebody and be in love with the person that I want to be with versus now at my big age, I'm sitting here saying, do you know what, in order for life to work in the country that we live in, mm-hmm. both of us have to have stability. Yeah. which I don't disagree like even a, a part in your book that I really agree with was the three things that you say to ask and it, they are what are you looking for in a future wife what role do you see me in a potential marriage will you let me have equal say in the relationship or will you have the final say I think those three things are really good things to ask in your in your relationship mm-hmm. but when it comes down to it every person whether it's you whether it's me at this age that we are at right now stability is key because without stability at this big age what do you mean you're still building? And I'm not saying building to a goal. I'm not saying that. But what do you mean you don't have anything set in motion that you can rely on? If I can't rely on you and you can't rely on me, then how are we even going to survive? Work. It doesn't work. work. You, If you have a lot going on in your life and you're unable to pick up the pieces that day as a man, don't you want your wife to be able to say, you know what, sweetheart, you know what, babe? Throw me the ball. I got it today. Today I'm going to take care of it. Well, you have that one mental day to relax and breathe. But if I don't have the tools to do all that and I don't have the stability to do all that, how can you depend on me as a wife? Do you know what I mean? So, of course, stability is key. And I would rather, as crazy as it sounds right now, I would rather marry for stability on both ends versus just marrying for love. 
because one big thing that makes a marriage fall, I feel like is a lack of communication and a lack of effort on both parts. And that lack of effort also comes from a lack of stability. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, that's how I look at it. I think if you would ask 19 year old Sabrina, hey, what do you want in life? I'd be like, oh my God, I want my Prince Charming, right? Yeah. Because you're a kid at that point. You don't really know. Then you get older. You never experienced life. You never experienced it. Then yeah. you get older and you're like, oh my God, I have bills. Oh my goodness, I have this. Mm-hmm. Like I have work here. And like right now with this pandemic going on, we're all working from home. And on top of working from home, we're struggling to make ends meet. Mm-hmm. And you don't have anybody with you helping you. Yeah. You're, we're here like just hanging out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we, it's hard for us. Do you know what I mean? It's hard for me. So I just think like stability is a key factor in a marriage. And I think it's a really, really, really big thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that whole point age plays a big factor in that as well with women in life, let's talk about things Islamically because we're talking about Muslim dating apps, right? If something's a Muslim dating app and people are coming there to do things the halal way, do you know what I mean? Like I want to, it's like pretty much meeting somebody at like a mosque. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Are your parents setting you up with somebody that they think you're suitable with? They're uh, a potential suitor for yourself or for myself. Mm-hmm. When you do those things, if we were going to look at things Islamically, right? Yeah. Half the stuff that's in this book is throw it away. Because career-driven women, this happening, equality, blah, 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 blah. Yes, that's all of it. But as well, if you take a woman from her house, you have to provide for her. Islamically, you have to. If you take a woman from her house and you're unable to give her the same lifestyle or better that she had at her father's house, you're not supposed to take her. You can, you know what I mean? She can leave. There's a lot of things where women have rights in their in their marriage. Islam. And the thing is, nobody talks about women's rights. Women's rights. That's the problem. There's not a lot of advocates other than women for women's rights in their marriage. Even when you get married and you leave, my husband is not coming into my family's home. I am going into my fam- my husband's home, right? Do you know how scary that is for women? I'm leaving my whole family, people that I wake up day to day with for 20 some years, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To sit beside a man and sleep beside a man, but I just, hey, how's it going today? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, usually we get ready to go see these guys and we're like, okay, this is a potential suitor. I'm gonna go do my hair, I'm gonna do this, that. Then you wake up in the morning, you haven't even brushed your teeth and you're supposed to look at him and say, salam alaikum. Like, it's, like, it's scary. Like, yeah. you're pretty much, teaching yourself do you know what i mean you're teaching one another mm-hmm. so in that sense like if we were to look at it career-driven women and and don't forget yeah you might you may know this person before you guys get married you don't know who this person is until you live with them yeah thousand percent and you can say i'm so clean or like i wake up early or <laughs> blah 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 let's get in the house and boxes are on the floor in the yeah. middle of the room. like what is that you know what i mean yeah. and you can't really say you can't really speak up on it. You're like, oh, okay, the first time you let that slide. Yeah. Okay, the second time, oh, he's so dirty. I'm gonna let that slide. But then still, you know, like you don't know who somebody is until you guys live together. And majority. That's when, it, that's when it really happens. That's when it hits you. Yeah, and a lot of the times when our parents, like when women are getting married, these our parents are not having these conversations with us where it's like, hey, do you know when you leave into your husband's house? Remember, these are some factors. Do you know what I mean? Amal's mom is one person I can say she has given us all advice mm-hmm. about how we should be with our husbands. But there's a lot of mothers that don't know how to have that conversation. Do you know what I mean? And these women literally are educating themselves throughout their marriage, trying to figure out, hey, how does this work? How am I gonna how am I gonna do this? As women, we're taught clean, cook, family. My father always used to tell me, listen, Sabrina, you men are the head of the house, but the woman is the neck. I used to say, Dad, what does that mean? 
I had cannot move without a nap. A woman is the foundation of her home. Do you know what I mean? When you come home, you have certain expectations. But when you leave that house, I have certain expectations. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I have to play a role. You have to play a role. And if we both play our role equally, right, and together, we will succeed. There's no issue with that. But if I am cleaning, I'm cooking, I'm taking care of kids, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, and, and I need to go to the garage, and I need to change my tires, and I need to mow the lawn, what do I need you for? At that point, you became an accessory. Mm. You became a burden on me. It's a, another child. Yeah. <laughs> in a language. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You became an accessory at that point. You're yeah. just another burden for me, another mouth for me to feed. And I'm sorry, you did not come out of me. You came out of your mother. So if that's how you feel, your mom's house is right there. If you don't want to build with me equally, do you know what I mean? Then why did you pursue me? A lot of the times men pursue women because there's something that they like about them. Do you know what I mean? I can like right now. I like that blue shirt you're wearing. I think it makes your eyes look pretty. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, hey, how's it going? Yeah. Right? And you can be like, oh, I like your long black hair. It's really nice. And I'm like, okay, great. Thanks. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then we move on to what's your favorite color? What's this? What's that? Those conversations are all cute at 19 years old. But then when you're at your grown age, you're going to have to ask those questions right away off the bat. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. How many children do I have? Months wait. Yeah, there's the not. The first three months I'm asking you, like, what, what do you want? How do you see yourself, like, in the next 10 years, yeah. what do you want to build? Yeah. If you can't answer that question, skedaddle. And I think one like, thing you're lacking in your book is you don't describe how you want to raise children. This book is mostly, I get it, it's based on the whole Masmach and Salams thing. But then when you discuss, like, traditional women, like right here, when you say most Somali men want a traditional Somali woman that is religious, willing to stay home, raise the kids and pitch in financially if they can, the women have to realize that most Somali men will not budge on that. So if you are willing uh, you are willing and are mentally capable of making a non-considerable step in your life by settling down, you need to understand those terms. If you do not want those terms, don't bother being on a must-matching, must-making Muslim app. It'll be rare to find a Somali man who would want to stay at home cook and clean you're wasting your time and your money you're not getting anywhere if you're a career-driven woman you might have a success finding a non-somali man who can take a backseat in the relationship while you're steering trust me you're not willing to make any sacrifices and you're not there to put yourself over that comfort zone you are in then you have no clue how relationships work you have an independent mind starting something serious that leads to marriage but let me ask you something Mm -hmm. a lot of men that are your age right Mm -hmm. How many of them do you know that are in successful marriages? Uh, as in like Somali guys? Yeah. Um, plenty, I would say. Uh, most of them I know have married non-Somalis. Non-Somali girls, okay. Yeah. But a lot of the times when you're saying... No, but what about the ones that are married to Somali Somali girls. Or the, you know? Well, what about them? Are they successful in their marriage? Uh, yeah, I would say so. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. There's only a few that I know of. Then looking here, when you have, like, pretty much saying you're career-driven, you're a traditionalist, things like that, you know, how can you pitch in financially? A lot of these times, these men that are our age right now, if you look at them, a lot of them have no ambition. Not, and I'm not saying this in a bad way. I'm not degrading men. Yeah. But a lot of the times, it's because they a lot of men have been enabled. That's how us as women are looking at it. If I were to write a book the same way you wrote a book, mm-hmm. I would look at it as who enabled you guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. Why do you guys feel like you are like more entitled than I am, right? Yeah. You and I have it the comes same. From their home, though. No, no, but it, it does, come, it from does come from. It comes from their home. Yeah, a hundred percent. Their families raised them. Their mothers raised them because Somali guys think they're entitled to everything. A hundred percent. My mom did this for me, so you better do this for me. Excuse me, Sarah. Like it goes both ways. When you 
a lot of people they get married. Some some people get lucky right away and have kids. Yes. Let's say the ones that didn't get so lucky and have kids right away. Now you go to work, she goes to work, you come home. Do you expect her to do all the cooking and cleaning? No, it's not fair. Yeah. Help out. So my guys are gonna sit there with their one sock on, their sock off, saying, babes, um, can you fetch me some water? Can you fetch me some water? Do you know what I mean? Like you have to be and we all have the same opportunity in this country, right? Yeah. We're all working for the same thing. You and I are going to the same school. We have the same education system, right? Mm-hmm. So what makes your career more important, than, more important than mine? Why is your career harder to obtain than mine? We're going through the same education system. Mm-hmm. And if anything, women are not as praised as we're men are. We're not as respected. respected. Yeah, we're not Do you know what I mean? Enough. In a work environment, yeah. it's very hard for a woman to reach a goal and to get up there. And if she takes it, if she becomes that shark, you remember when you were talking about the shark and the fish? Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. If a woman is the shark and she goes to the fish, I turn you into the fish, yeah. I am going to get looked down upon. Do you want to know why? Because she's too much. She's this. And if I, oh, like if I speak she's up, controlling. she's controlling. She turned you into this. a bitch. Yeah. You're supposed to be the man. You have you to have control. I mean? It doesn't go like that. You, and, there's yeah. no such thing in control in a relationship. Mm-hmm. You guys are supposed to be partners. A hundred percent. And like, if I'm at work and I do something really well, it's not that I get, hey, like, what did she do to get that position? What did she do to get that job? What connections did she have? What did she talk to? But a man will get a tap on the back and say, hey, good job for what you did. But you could have stole, borrowed, beat up, killed to get to that position. Do you know what I mean? And have been like, hey, I'm here. Nobody's going to ask you what you did. You, if you go to jail tomorrow, can you come and you ask a girl for her hand? And you go to the family, they're going to say, you know what? You made a mistake. Look at him. He did better now. But if a woman dated two guys or more, right? Mm-hmm. What are they going to call her? Ah, uh, she's been around. I don't think you should be with her. You know what? My son, don't be with that woman. She's not that great for you. Why? Your son went to jail. Your son's out here having a bedtime. Ones, what about the ones with like uh, men that got divorced and they're looking for, no, yeah. I want to be with a woman that's never been married. Excuse me, sir. You have kids at this point. Like, like what are you talking about? Have kids. Like, and then he wants a single woman. That never had children or never had sex or whatever. Who are you to ask for that? Like, how dare you think you're entitled? Like, you're you you're, more, you're so yeah, that entitled. You're deserving that? of that. Yeah. But when a woman has, she came from a divorce and she has a kid. You know, she's used. Yeah, I'll she's using, Like she's used. Sorry, she's damaged. Go find yourself a man with kids. And that's why women, when they're in their marriages, a lot of times if it's not working out, they try, 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 try so hard because as soon as she walks out of that marriage with those kids, especially at a young age guess what happens? I don't know. There's not a lot of suitors for you. Do you know what I mean? Right now, our parents are going to tell us over and over again, hey guys, you guys need to get married. You guys need to get married. You guys need to get married. Okay, we're, we will. When the time comes, I believe, Allah, everything is in Ilahi's hands. If it's meant for me, it's meant for me. If it's not, it's not. I cannot change that. Whatever God has written for me, that's it. I can't fight it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So if this marriage wasn't to work, I think parents need to understand whether it's for their son or their daughters, if something doesn't work, then it wasn't meant for you. And that's what Ilahi has written for you. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Pray about it, make dua about it, and continue your path. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I can say one thing. I can speak on one thing. I have an aunt who is going through a divorce right now. Okay? My aunt is very well educated. Very, very well educated. I give it to her. Mm-hmm. So being well educated, she if she wasn't able to have the tools, like I said, to be able to walk out with three kids and it was an abusive relationship and be able to take care of them financially because she's not getting help from anybody. She is a very career-driven woman, but with ethics, morals, and responsibilities. I give it to her. I look at her and I say, you know what? Wow, you did it all. You did it all. 
and she's never been spoken down upon and she went to high school here do you know what i mean yeah. but something that didn't work out for her she didn't let break her do you know what i mean and do you want to know why because she had those tools to be able to strive and it's vice versa for all of us our parents no, still have the tools but they're still gonna say oh she's 100 percent, but they degrade her of course and that's probably her fault. fault it's always a woman's fault even when it's not your fault it's always the woman's, woman's fault always and it's he hard beat her ass why did he beat her ass what did she do to what did she do did, what did she say to him for in order for him to beat her ass oh she took the kids away what did she do what an evil mother how dare she take the kids away but it's like are you really going to take care of those kids? You know, some mothers are not that great. I will say that. Some men are better at raising their um, their kids than the mothers are. Do you know what I mean? And that's just because they have, they, I guess they have that mentality. You know, they're more nurturing. They were raised right. They were raised right in that sense. Do you know what I mean? But then there's some of them where they're like, you know, they always say like a man is like the wind in the air. You know, he comes and goes, comes and goes. But that's not how it is. Because if you do things equally... You guys can come and go together as a family and nothing will break. Mm -hmm. If I have no problems with how you do things and you have no problems with how I do things and we're still working together to be the best, then what do we have to complain about? But sometimes, alhamdulillah, it just didn't work. Do you know what I mean? But honestly and truthfully, women have it harder than most men think because there's a lot more pressure for them. When they step into a marriage, they're taught cook, clean, satisfy. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. they're going to work and they're coming. Right now, you cannot live on a one-person income. Especially now. Do yeah. you know how expensive? With Lettuce costs $6.99. Lettuce that tastes like water costs $6.99. Do you think on a one-person income salary, that's going to be okay? People right now who have just graduated from university, they're starting their careers, are making like 45 to 60 k a year. Let's be real. That's not a lot of money. Do you know what I mean? So, of course, they're looking for somebody to... Hey, I would love to have a man with a six-figure income and he could be six feet tall and blah, That's blah, not blah. Realistic. It's not realistic, but it's a preference. The same way you're saying, you know, in your book, oh, I like this girl because my preference is, what was that? Light skinned girl? What is your preference again? That was my old uh, preference. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I told Amal. Light skin and no, no, I told Amal a few years ago. That was yeah. like my preference, but I, it changed over time. But like, yeah. I was into like, uh, like, like small light skinned Somali girls at the time. I always love when you're colors for that. You can meet a small or a tall, dark skinned woman with the same qualities. Are you gonna push her because she's yeah. not light skinned? I like something that was a very old preference, but I changed over time. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you ever think, like, in any of these relationships that you've been through, do you think you're the problem in any of them? I always look at it on both sides. Yeah. Of course. That, that, that's what I'm saying. But, like, like, mm -hmm. like, in the end, yeah, like, and I tell guys too, like, there's always like you always there's always two sides to it right like maybe you messed it up maybe they messed it up but at that point you always have to do self-reflection um I, I don't know i just think like you know sometimes when we sit amongst our own friends we ask questions who do you think has a harder a man or a woman mm -hmm. okay and i think honestly and truthfully just because women get degraded more than men i believe women have it harder in that sense because honestly we're honestly, not saying men we're not saying men don't yeah. have it we're just saying who has it a little bit harder but do you know what men have it harder with? You're right. They have these expectations that a man is supposed to be a certain way for a woman. Do you know what I mean? A provider. A provider this. But yeah. like, we're trying to make it easier for you guys by matching that. Yeah. I'm trying to match that same energy you have. I'm trying to be that person with you. 
I'm trying to be that wife for you where if you're unable to do something, don't worry, babe. I got it. Like today, I got it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Your back hurts. You can't mow the lawn. You know what? I'm going to go put on my working boots and I'm going to do it because I, instead of just waiting for you to get it done, if you cannot physically do it, here, I got you. That's what I signed up for in a marriage. But society makes it seem like, hey, that's not what it is. That's your part. Play your part. And on top of that, just add a little spice to it by adding some financial stability with it too. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you came home to a messy house and you're working all day, but she has three small kids running around, it's all fun and games when you guys are in the bedroom getting these kids ready. You know what I mean? Yeah. Getting them ready to come into the world. Yeah. But once they're here, it's so hard because you have those lack of that lack of sleep and toddlers under a year old are so difficult and they start walking and you're like as a new parent as well as a new mother you're like oh my god he, that baby's gonna hit its head or that baby something's gonna happen and you have to remember these things and you're going to your mother saying i don't know what i'm doing as much as you've raised kids as much as you've taken care of kids in your house you really don't know how it is until you have your own child I don't have my own child, but I'm like, oh my God, imagine what I do. Like, I don't know what I'm more scared of. And especially in the society we live in, I don't know if I'm more scared to raise a daughter or I am to raise a boy. Like, I don't know. Before it was like, just make sure your son doesn't end up on the streets gangbanging. But now you're like, Ilahi, oh, my daughter, where is she going to go? She yeah. can't sleep out. Like, this stuff is going on. Vaping is so, like, normal in kids' households and smoking weed and became legal and da da But you still have to teach your kids these traditional values. So us as westernized kids are here trying to obtain these westernized values and then try to pass them down for our children for them to be able to succeed better. Guess what? Our parents, a lot of our parents did not speak English. So when they were coming to these um, parent-teacher meetings, what did they say? They said, I'm doing a great job, mom. Don't worry about it. Let's go home. But now <laughs> they can't lie. We're here. Yeah. So we're actually here trying to put our kids on a pedestal. But it's like, you have to be at that parent-teacher interview with me. I'm not going by myself. That's your child too. But a lot of times, how many times did your parents go to your parent-teacher interview? How many times were both your parents? Well, I went to French school. My mom yeah. and dad didn't speak French. So they always had a, like, a cousin that spoke French. And yeah. they would always be there. Do you know what I mean? But, yeah. hey, I still lie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I still lie. Yeah, I'm doing great. Don't worry about it. Like, we still, I feel like when we have kids, it's going to be different. A lot different. So it's going to be different. But look at it. Like, guys our age still have that old school mentality. Yeah. And they expect us to do everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like that's when you're meeting somebody, you need to have these conversations. Yeah, if I get sick, what are you going to do? Or if you get sick, what are you going to do about it? You know what I mean? Like, like I have a friend who's getting married to a girl, right? Um, and his dad was telling him, like, what questions do you ask? He told her, like, he asked her, um, let's see, my mom and dad get sick today, or your mom and dad get sick today. Like, what are we going to do about it? She's like, listen, I have, like, 10 siblings. It's either they're going to take care of them. I'm not taking care of them. I have 10 other siblings. He looked at her like, what the hell? Like, I don't have a big family, but if my mom and dad are sick today, they're coming to my house. Like, 100%. With or without your permission, they're coming in. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. She said, no way, there's homes or your other siblings. <laughs> He's like, you know what? He's like, I don't care. He didn't care how much you like that girl. Like, That's not happening. He ended right then and there. Yeah. Like, and then she sent her family to his family. Like, why did he end it like that? That's not fair. You wasted my daughter's time. That's not like, it's not wasting time when you're asking the right questions. Yes. You know what I mean? You also need to ask, like, okay, I'm having a, let's say when we have kids. How are we going to raise our children? Yeah. Are you going to help me out? The first three months of you having a baby is the hardest. Hardest. Because yeah. you really don't know what you're, you're doing. You're not sleeping. Yeah. You're not sleeping. You have to make sure the kid's breathing, eating. Like, you have to bathe your child. And, and then somebody's someone like, like, yo, my mom did it on her own. You can do it on your own. Excuse me, sir. You're going to help. You helped me produce this child. Now you're going to help me take care of this kid. Yeah. But they don't get that. They said, oh, some of these guys, they come from a single mother household. My mom did all this on her own. 
That's your mom. But we grew up here, you know what I mean? It's different. You're gonna help me out and they don't understand that. And I think like one thing about this whole mismatch and like salams thing, when they're talking about like catfishing and lying and expectations, there's a person that we won't say his name, yeah. but he catfished that like when I was reading your book, we were talking about it amongst other girls and like we were just seeing We have friends on these apps. We have friends on these apps and they're like there was this one guy on there that we all know. Everybody and their grandmothers know who he is. He was a civil engineer on the app. He was like six feet four. He was this. He was that. Religious. Blah, blah. Pre- Religious. Pre- five times a day. Excuse me. You are a liar. You came from a gangbanging lifestyle. I get it. You, <laughs> <laughs> you came What's from a gangbanging. You had that. And you changed. Yeah. You changed. Say it. You can't. Like, if somebody makes a mistake in their life, then that's fine. That's fine. Mistake. Yeah. Remove from that, but don't go on this app and lie about who you are, yeah. and then expect them to take you serious. You're not you know six I mean? feet tall. You're five foot five. I'm pretty sure you and I are about. I'm five three, so I'm pretty sure like him and I are just about eye level. <laughs> he, he. I know for a fact you're not a civil engineer. I've seen you going on Instagram live with your truck. Like I know for a fact. Damn. Do you know what I mean? Which there's nothing wrong, wrong with it. Like, yeah. yo, those guys make money. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. You have a crib. You went. He should praise himself from going you from a lifestyle, yeah. yeah, lifestyle that he was in to what he is now. To actually praying, to actually being on his deed and having a regular job. Mashallah, I give you all the credit. But why lie? If you think of that, that's the type of women you're attracting, and you're lying about it. What are your intentions on this app? Because this is not Tinder, sir. Clearly, from the way you read it in the book, it's Muslim women and Muslim men looking at each other and trying to figure out if they're compatible doing it the halal way. Why? Like like, are, like, they're, they're really missing up the app. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's not fair. When I saw that like that profile, I'm like, that's yeah, you're fucked up. Yeah. Imagine all the guys and like all the girls he's spoken to would believe this. Yeah. What are you gonna do the day when you sign a paper? But BTW, I'm gonna drive from Ottawa all the way to fucking like Alabama. Alabama. <laughs> doing yeah. what, sir? Yeah. I'm a civil engineer by truck. <laughs> like, you can't do that. Like, you can't do that. That's so messed up. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And, like, I just feel like, I don't know. I feel like with a lot of a lot of these things that are going on, a lot of the times men are lying, women are lying. I'm not saying only women are the problem, but I just feel like even with childbirth, like, you give, women are sitting on that table. It's a risk. It's a risk having that child. It's a risk being able to survive that childbirth. That pain is unbearable. Some women are not allowed to take the epidural. They have to feel every bone. And your husband is sitting there talking about, do you want ice chips? No, not even some, some men are here to tell you, are you sure you want me to deliver them? Yeah. What do you mean, are you sure you want me to like, That's not fair. <laughs> that's really not fair. Do you know what I mean? When you're going through childbirth, that's the closest feeling to death. Yeah. Yeah. The closest feeling to death. And the person that you want to build a family with is asking you, are you sure you want me to be in the delivery room? That's not cool. Like that's actually. There's actually a guy that, that we both know. I'll tell you after the podcast. But that when he had his kid delivered earlier this year, he was just watching Netflix. Oh my god! I don't know about you, but I would have like divorce papers between the cracks between the microwave and the fridge. I'm so sorry, friend. I'm gonna be there. So it's funny games when we're sleeping together. So yeah. When it's time for the child to come, you yeah. want to be there. Yeah. You want to see the kid coming out. You better be there with your phone recording the whole thing. If you're not going to be there to support me, then there's no, like, there's no point of us being together. Yeah. And I think another thing is like, one thing I agree with it is that one thing you said in the book is these some of these women don't have the experience to be able to, you know, form certain relationships, right? But don't you feel like everything is not from experience versus, like the experience is not mandatory versus the communication gaining the experience. Do you know what I mean? Like, you and another woman 
you know, can meet for the first time and sparks fly and you guys get to know each other and you guys end up with each other with no other experience. But if you tell, if you come to her and you say, this is what I want. And she says, okay, I'm capable of doing, you know, out of the five things you want, I can do three. Right now I can do three, I'll work on two. But this is what I want. You're saying, you know what, right now I can only do two, I need to work on three. That's what where your experience is going to come from. You can gain that experience in that marriage. Do you know what I mean? In that relationship with that one person. But then imagine if she had multiple experiences. She is yellow tape. Don't go near her. She is bad news. Do you know what I mean? And that's why a lot of women try to distance themselves from being in these multiple relationships. And they ask these questions and it's kind of like speed dating. Like, hey, do you want this, 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 this? Do you know what I mean? And you say between the ages of 22 to 32, I believe in the book. Oh, the ones I was speaking with. Yeah, 22 to 32. 22 year old Sabrina versus... 28-year-old Sabrina is a completely different Sabrina. 27-year-old Sabrina versus 28-year-old Sabrina is a completely different Sabrina. Every year as a woman, I change. As a human being, I'm not the same person. Like I said, in my past relationship, when we left off on the bad terms that we were, the first thing his mother said was, she used to be a good girl. I don't know what happened to her. Well, when I was doing everything for your son, when your son was succeeding in life, when your son was doing well, and everything was all cool. That's what I she was, loves you. That's what she loved me. That's yeah. when you were, oh my God, there, 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 best, best, best. She's the most amazing person in the world. Yeah. The minute I stopped doing those things because your son was beating me up. Your son was leaving me bleeding. How many times I'm out did you have to jump in and say, yo, let go of that girl? Mm-hmm. Multiple times, do you know what I mean? You took things from me. You cheated. You did everything you could. You, you tried to break me into pieces and then later on turn me into the villain. If I wasn't able to have... You know, Ilahi on my side, honestly and truthfully, where would I be? Because that's something that breaks a woman. And a lot of, like, more or less, relationships make it or break it in your life. They change you as a person. And it and did change said, me. She never said she re- like, regretted the relationship. No. I learned so much from that not. relationship. Now I know when the next relationship I go into, like, there's things that are changing. Yep. I'm not going to raise a man. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You should be, a woman should not raise a man. Yeah, no. you're going to help him get better in certain aspects in life, do you know what I mean? But you're not going to say, okay, you're going to go to school and we'll hold your hand and do your assignments for you. Yeah. Sorry, it doesn't go like that. Be a big boy. If you need help with your assignments, and I'm more than capable enough to help you with it because you know what? School is hard. By all means, I'm here. If you need time to kind of focus on yourself, but like you said, time is of the essence. Yeah. You cannot waste. We don't have, tomorrow's not promised. What's promised in life? Death is promised. Do mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Tomorrow's not promised. Death is promised. So if you're sitting here and you're, a lot of these guys are age who are popping perks and drinking and going out on the weekends and they become divorced. They can do that after divorce. Nobody's telling them, hey, where are your kids? How many guys do we know that they're out here still partying and stuff and we're like, what the hell, where are your kids? Do you know what I mean? Why are you taking that money from your kid's mouth versus giving it to your children? Do you know what I mean? And by all means, let loose. If you need a break, you need a break. But when it's one weekend, two weekends, then it becomes weekdays. Then it's like, where are your priorities? Maybe she wasn't the problem. Maybe you really were the problem. Because that child is stuck to that mother now. Yeah. Where are you? And if the mom goes out one, one, one weekend for the first time in six months, she's a horrible mother. Yeah. The, the father is out partying, seeing different women and doing this and this and yeah. Flying this girl it's down. It's okay. He's letting her loose. He's he needed through. it. Yeah, he needed something. He knew this break. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. Honestly, listening to what we have to say, what's your opinion on what we're saying? Do you understand where we're coming from as women? Yeah, yeah. Just to, I understand that. It's just, it, it's just like uh, the topics you guys mentioned. It's not something I. Uh, talked about you didn't really, yeah, you I didn't talk about much because I was like the main goal obviously for like, the book was just basically how to navigate 
these apps. Because like, let's just be honest, like before, like most Muslim salons, like Tinder and Bumble, those yeah. guys, right? Mm-hmm. And all those ones didn't have classification for, for Muslim guys. Yeah, right? no, I so, agree with Muslim. Yeah. I think that's a great thing. But yeah. there's so many people lying. Women are lying on the app. Men are also lying on the app. It just it needs to be fixed. And yeah. the reason we bring up these points is because the reason these women are on these apps and the reason that these women ask the questions they ask. Do you think they're gonna find the right men on these, on these apps? apps? You know what I mean. And then on top of that, you have certain guys and certain girls like you said the catfishing girl for you and then the guy who's lying about being a civil engineer those ones they're the ones who are messing up the whole thing because when this originally came out people were like yeah i married my husband from this app and it worked out amazing and we never saw each other and now we go to jamaica with our family like mashallah good for you but then there's the navigation part of it and what's expected i think more or less it's the present how you presented this mm-hmm. versus what's really going on there's a silver underlining why women are like this and why men are like this and that's why these apps are going to shut you know what i mean and that's why these women ask certain questions right i would disagree with the one really? the shit part i feel like in the end it could improve it just felt like oh, guys just didn't know what to say mm-hmm. on these apps like like they their motivations were completely wrong on all these apps. I know when I talked to a lot of them, it was just like they're just going for the looks most of the time. Yeah. And like but looks end, can take you only so far. That's what I'm saying. We're gonna be what exactly. ugly in twenty years. Exactly. Like we're gonna be like saggy skin, we're gonna lose our hair. Yeah. We're not gonna be as cute as we're gonna You remember like, a few weeks when you told me on the phone, you're like, Oh, like well, one criticism you mentioned is like why'd you say in the book uh how come men shouldn't chase women, right? Yeah. Or something you mentioned. And I said in the end, it's not chasing the issue. I, I I prefer men pursuing women. Mm-hmm. Chasing is different. Chasing is in the sense of being thirsty. Mm-hmm. So like you remember a few years ago, there was a certain Somali guy that was thirsting on you. Remember that yeah. was uh, coming coming nonstop every single time. Yeah, we were scared. Yeah, yeah. See, you know, that's that's no, that's, that's, that's chasing. That's no, that's creepy. <laughs> I'm working and you're coming to my workspace and you're weird. That's that was creepy. But then if somebody comes up to me one time, like, hey, uh, that's pursuing. Is, that's pursuing. That's, that's like, pursuing. There's a way you go about yeah. it. You know what but I mean? chasing, what I meant was being thirsty, like going yeah. after the girl every single day. A lot of guys do that and they yeah. don't have a clue. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, give space. Give space for yourself, give space for her. You know, let the big thing exaggerate. But the guys are just like yeah. hammers, like yeah. there's always going on. So that's why I was kind of like, hey, let's just take a breather most of the time, you know? But do you feel like that comes from entitlement? Like, I want what I want, I'm going to take what I take. Do you know what I mean? Or does that come from lack of experience? It's lack of experience in my opinion. Yeah. I feel like it's lack of like, especially with guys who like similar with girls who don't have any experience when they are trying to like especially go on these apps, like they just are swiping constantly, kind of tra- treating it like Tinder. You shouldn't yeah. treat it like Tinder, honestly. Tinder is more of like a sex app at this point. Most matches more really about is. finding your partner at this point. So yeah. you'd be surprised because I have a friend that goes on those match and yeah. every guy that she's spoken to has brought the topic of sex right away. Yeah. I know a question that you had is what are your current thoughts on Somali men looking um, at other uh, other women in different nationalities for marriages yeah. <clears throat> my ex was Somali I'm a different nationality right yeah it, I feel like for me personally from his family side I wasn't as respected yeah if I was a Muslim if I was a Somali woman yeah let's be real and that's because in your book, you said it yourself. Women, Somali, like Somali Muslim women, there's your culture and your um, community is very small, but it's very large at the same time. Everybody knows everybody, your kabils, your tribes, everything. Mm-hmm. It's all like all what connects you guys and ties you guys together. When mm-hmm. I don't have that or a woman who doesn't have that, it becomes a lot harder for her because once she's sitting there, there's a language where you don't know what your mother-in-law is saying about you. You have no idea if the sister really likes you. You don't even know if these brothers are giving you ratings. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
and you don't know what you, him and his mother are talking about, about what happens with you, you know what I mean? You don't know when she comes into your house or she's content with how your house looks. But she doesn't have that fear, I want to say, of having that respect for the daughter. Do you know what I mean? For yeah. her daughter-in-law. And, like, that's how I took it. That's how I take it. And I just think, like, from different nationalities, if I were to bring, like, for example, if I were to marry a Soraya man, bring him into my home, right? As a Middle Eastern woman, of course, our parents are going to be like, um, skirt, let's go figure out, we're not accepting this right now because it's not the same culture. Yeah. Forget the religion. It's not the same culture. The biggest thing is culture right now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I think that's a huge thing where if you were to come home and you were to marry a Somali girl, you know what I mean? You and her would have that fear in your marriage, I want to say, of, because your parents are able to connect with each other and they're able to, they know each other. And You'd, you be don't surprised. Want to share You'd be surprised. Some men marry Somali girls and they don't give a rat's ass. No, I'm saying, they but there's do. more. No, you would think there's more. I used to think, oh, Marry someone like guys gonna respect me more because whatever he does to me, I can report it back to his family. Nowadays, they don't care about themselves, they don't care what their parents think. If they want to disrespect you, they're gonna disrespect you. Yeah, it's easier to marry somebody from your own culture, cool. But once there is no respect in the relationship, there's it's not going anywhere. You know what I mean? Yeah, you were dating someone like that for, for a long time, actually. His mom was nice in the beginning, and then when her son was the one that's disrespecting her. You know what I mean? Disrespecting Sabrina constantly, and the mom, she knows her son was wrong, and she still side with her son. That that because that's that that's not a good mom. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Let's say because I come from a small household, my mom, my brother was bring home an Arab woman or a white woman or Indian woman. My mom's a respectful woman. If my brother does her dirty, she has a daughter. Mm-hmm. She knows the feeling of being a woman. She's gonna say, "I'm gonna side with this woman, regardless of what religion nationality. or nationality or wherever she comes yeah. from." Because my mom's a good mom. She, you were lucky enough to like yeah. date a man that came from a good family. It happens. It is what it is. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That shouldn't break you. But I'm happy that you, like she always says, "Oh, I don't regret this relationship." No. And she never regretted the relationship. I never regretted it. Yeah, there was love in the relationship in the beginning, but it is what it is. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. What did you say again? You said something along those lines about you're just gonna. I'm learn. not gonna dwell on it. I'm yeah, just you're gonna, gonna learn. Well, you're gonna learn from this relationship and the next relationship you jump into. You know what to do now. I know what to You're expect. not gonna raise a man. You're not gonna baby him. I'm gonna tell this man what I want exactly in this relationship. One time only. You can't abide by the same rules I'm abiding by. Then adios, sir. And even when you say like, what are your thoughts on the, the on the dating market? The same for young Somalis. I think that's more or less a question for Amal because right now you're in that situation, right? You're in the dating market. Yeah. And do you know what I mean? So what are your like? What are your thoughts on that? What do you think? Um, I'm sorry, what's the question? So it says, what are your thoughts Yeah. Um, on the dating market scene for young Somalis? It depends. When you're younger, you're just dating just to date. Now I'm not dating just to date, I'm dating for marriage. Mm-hmm. So right off the bat, when I meet a guy, like right now I'm currently in a relationship, you know? So um, in my relationship, I spoke, my parents spoke about exactly what we need. He told me exactly what we're looking for, and I told him exactly what I'm looking for. We, had to, we asked questions on religion, on how we're going to raise our children where we want to live, am I going to help them with bills, little things like that, you know what I mean? Did you have that conversation right away? Right away, right away, yeah. right away, right away. It was the first like couple weeks of us dating, right away, and I said, okay, if a man thinks those questions, I didn't even think about those questions, he started everything, he used to talk about marriage first, he talked about kids and everything, like, okay, this man is serious, do you know what I mean? Yeah. He told me exactly what he was looking for, and I told him what I'm looking for, and he just, now I, I'm certain this is the person I'm getting married to, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you just have to be, 
You just have to ask the right questions. Assertive, I want to say. Yeah, like, you assertive. To, you really need to ask the right questions. questions. If you don't ask the right questions, your marriage or your relationship is not going to work out. If you don't talk about kids or, or how you're going to support each other or um, where you guys going to live mm-hmm. or um, like things like that. Like his mom was saying, I want you guys to go to Hedge as soon as you guys get married. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That was, I was shocked at first. I'm like, oh, like it's expensive. It's like, do you know what I mean? Like it's twelve thousand dollars for hedge. It's expensive. How are we gonna afford to have a wedding, get a house, great TT, furnish our crib, and then go to hedge? Like, don't worry about that. I want you guys to help me step up, which I appreciate it. Do you know what I mean? Um, but when you're young, when I was twenty one, I was dating any guy. Like I didn't care. It could be a drug dealer, or it could be a guy that's not in school, or it's like you know, it could be anything, and it just didn't work out. It didn't work out because I didn't care for it. Yeah. Just in the moment, I just want to have a boyfriend, just have a boyfriend. Now I'm looking for a husband. Somebody to go eat with at that yeah. point. <laughs> hey, I'm hungry. Can you take me? No, no, no. Sure. Cool. Now I'm looking for a partner. To build with. Yeah. yeah. I, want to build, I want to build with somebody. I want to have kids with somebody. I'm almost 30. Yeah. The time is ticking. Yeah. <laughs> As my mom said, the time is ticking. Yeah. And even now, like for myself too, like I compare my old relationship to my new relationship and it's night and day. Like it's night and day. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I can see like all our old for a shit show. Shit show. Like it's crazy. <laughs> but the difference is in my yeah. relationship right now, like it's I healthy. yeah, it's healthy. Like and I wanted somebody to take lead. I didn't want to take lead. I didn't want to be that person. That's something that was just a preference for me because I'm I already have so much responsibility right now. I take care of my whole family, I take care of myself, I live on my own. I have my bills, do you know what I mean? And we don't live in the same city. So having this back and forth and all we do have is communication. But I didn't ask those questions. I didn't put that onto the table. I didn't pursue him. We were friends for quite some time. We've known each other since what, 2019? We were really, really good friends for an entire year straight, spoke every single day. And then if, boom, the, the persuasion came, hey, like I'm feeling you, let's talk about this. Now we're like a little bit into it and you're like, okay, I'm, I want this in a marriage, I want this. And I was the girl who was saying, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Because if you brought that up, you're rushing it. You're rushing it. Like, you I didn't manifest it up, like, okay, now he's serious. Because yeah. you're not marrying the man. He's marrying you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm not the one that's going on my one knee here. <laughs> he's marrying you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So you're too scared of me. You're kind of scared to you know the marriage talks out first. Mm-hmm. So that's why I kind of respect how they're both in our relationship. And they brought up those talks first. That's when you know they're serious. Serious. And in your book, you say that. You say you have to ask these questions and you have to be assertive in the, your book, I agree with something, your assertiveness, a thousand percent. You have to know what you want before you pursue these women. But I think your presentation of it, your, what you're trying to say was good. Your presentation of it, I have to look at it from a man's point of view and not judge from a woman's point of view. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. when I'm looking at it, we're never going to get that. We're, we're never going to get that. Do you know what I mean? Yes. So when you, your old relationship versus now, my old relationship versus now, it's literally night and day. But I feel like they took that initiative and yeah. they're like, hey, I'm leading today. So you let me know how it is. And I'm like, Carl, that's perfectly fine with that. Yeah. You ask me the questions, I'll answer back and I'll ask you those exact same questions. And now I know we both know what we want. Mm-hmm. Do you know what no, I mean? No, I'm glad we were in yeah. this relationship to the podcast that I think we are right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because now I'm going to build that goal. Yeah, I can say this is the realest relationship I've ever been in. I can say this is the happiest relationship yeah. I've ever been in, hands down. I can say it's the happiest, I can say it's the healthiest, yeah. and I can say it means more to me mm-hmm. now knowing that somebody is taking lead and putting, I'm a priority, you know what I mean? Where in a lot of relationships you're not. And that's, I agree with you in your experience, 
it's not mandatory, but it is healthy to have those experiences. But sometimes it's not the greatest because women really do get damaged and they'll take out that ill on the wrong person. Same with guys as well. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately and you say that in your book, you say, you know, unfortunately we take that habit and we take that hurt and we put it into the next relationship you shouldn't do that. and you shouldn't do that. But that's as a human, this is a new person. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a lot harder for more guys. Guys take it a lot harder. It's the same thing with girls. They yeah. have a wall built. Like there's a wall right there. Yeah. Oh, my last relationship. Cheated on me. Now I'm gonna think every other guy from the U.S. gonna cheat on me. Mm-hmm. Your relationship's not gonna go anywhere if you have that mindset. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So you just have to learn from your mistakes, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then. And another thing, I think one thing that was really smart that you discussed is like the the comparison between men approaching you in person or a woman, let's say, like just a person approaching you in person versus sliding in your DMs. I think when somebody approaches you in person, as a woman, I can say I'm not that self conscious meeting up with them a second time around because you know what I look like yeah you know who I am you know my height you know my weight you know my skin color you know everything versus a picture of me on Instagram with a filter on it with my eyes shining bright like a diamond with a little twinkle in it yeah when you see me at a sweetheart I don't have that twinkle in my eye and that skin tone like my skin is not that clear do you know what I mean yeah but you saw me in the mall you saw me at a restaurant and you approached me and you asked for my number Second time around, it's like, oh, I'm more confident to go here because you know what I look like. Yeah. yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 So, but the, the, that question I want to ask you guys, like, what would you guys prefer? Would you guys want a guy sliding in DM? Or no. do you guys want someone to approach you? Like, people don't really, like, people who slide in DMs are just like, they don't come the right way. They no. don't come correct. You, no. I remember you showed me your DMs, like, like uh, a while ago. Yeah, when I used to work there, yeah. yeah. He, people would message me the most craziest shit. Like, do you think that that makes me happy? <laughs> like, do you really think that makes me happy? <laughs> But what's it called? I prefer face to face more like from a friend or a friend yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Then um, it's easier. Yeah. I'm not going to answer my DM, hey, give me your number or you'll slide your Snapchat. Yeah, like, yeah. hey, what's your Snap? Like, sir, I don't look like how I look on my Snap. Or like, yo. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like you have that and they're approaching to you, approaching you on Snapchat and you're like, excuse me, like, what? You're, you're looking at it and you're like, ugh. You look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, Look at them and look at your info. It kind of weird. So, oh, I'm just going to see my child. I meet this guy on Facebook. So, it's so awkward. awkward. I'd rather say, Yo, I met this guy through a friend or like through random approaching me. Or I met him yeah. in person. We were friends. Like, I can say in my relationship now, I yeah. met him. We knew each other. We were friends. Mm-hmm. Now we went somewhere, you know? Mm-hmm. And I can say, Alhamdulillah. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. But the whole, s- Yo, <laughs> what are you saying, Ma? How you doing? What's your snap? It's like when they get your snap, it's like cha-ching, they got your number. Like for you, this like the way I look at it is the same way you describe having a girl's number. Hey, when you get the girl's number, you're in there like somewhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's like in reality, that's the Snapchat because he starts sending you. And then they start sending you these pictures that you don't want to see. I don't care about your stack of money that's there. I don't even know if it belongs to you, sir. Does it belong to you or your big homie? Like, I heard I don't also know. too, they, uh, they snap like uh, that smoking shisha. Yeah. yeah. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be with a guy that's at a shisha squad Monday to Friday mm-hmm. or Monday to Sunday smoking shisha and then he's blowing smoke into the camera, sir. Now I think you're more female than I Even am. girls, like if a girl's sitting at shisha all day and all night, are you going to be attracted to her? No. You're going to say, where are your priorities? Do you know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you don't get tired? You don't have a home? You know, when you go... Like you're going here and there, that's yeah. fine. You have to spend time with your friends. On the weekend, you go with your homegirls, yeah, like, you know? That's an issue. That's a, to me, that's a problem. Like, you're not tired? Because Monday to Friday, I'm working. Yeah. Anything. Or house parties. Maybe 
you drinking all the time. Airbnb. You do whatever you want in the privacy of your own home. No one's gonna talk about you. Yeah. But once you're outside doing all of these things, then you're not a catch. You're not. Yeah. You're just another person. You're just. You're another you're, statistic. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'm gonna you like you're a loser. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not gonna say that loud, but I'm not gonna respect you. That's all. And like, even when you say, what do you tell young Somali women in regrets to dealing with Somali men? Don't regret it. Don't regret it. A thousand percent. Don't regret any relationship. Just because because Somali guys were horrible to you doesn't mean that one, one good guy, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Keep trying. So and why you went through 10 relationships, as long as you're not giving it up, it is what it is. You, no one says anything when a guy gives it up 10 times. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? No one's going to say anything. We're, we're good in Canada. We're good in most of the world. And I think, like, life, it is what it is. I think people also need to remember, you have to go back to Dean at that point. Because Qadrullah, he does not give you anything cannot handle you know what i mean yeah. and i think we as like young adults actually we're grown adults at this point i can't even say young adults. <laughs> no, we're, we're grown okay <laughs> like we can't sit here and say you know what i'm just gonna shut everything down and i'm gonna be so that was me that was me a couple of months ago i how many times did i tell you i don't want to get married i cannot go through this again i'm like i can't go through this again i don't want to go through this again i'm i'm done with this like and it's one experience even though it's one experience for 11 years i'm like well i can't do this i'm running away running for the hills you know, actually, that's how, awesome. how all they are yeah. that's no. how all men are going to cheat the one thing like that i jumped into this new relationship with is i always said you better not put hands on me you better not put your hands on me you better not put your hands on me that was my biggest fear right because when you like you mentally and physically abuse a woman she starts becoming more and more broken. Do you know so what I mean? So even romantically as well, the same thing as well. Like, don't touch yeah. me, even romantically as romantically, well. Romantically, yeah. Like, oh, wow. you sometimes you're just like, don't touch me. I don't want you to touch me. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. you have that problem where you're like, yo, they're just going to hit you. Do you know what I mean? And alcohol played a big factor in that. Mm-hmm. I don't drink. I don't smoke. I don't do anything. Yeah. But he did. There was nothing left not to do. And it, it progressed throughout the years. And then the more alcohol he drinks... It's like the more you would come to me and get violent. Do you know what I mean? So I'm yeah. like, now it's like. Like, it was a problem that like, he used to do behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. And then years go by and he has balls to yeah. do in front of our faces. Now you don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like, you do not care. You do it in front of all the faces, in the middle of the streets. Mm-hmm. Like, now you don't care at all. And yeah, alcohol, there's a reason why alcohol's cut up. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It really embarrasses me. It's, it's not enough. It's not for us. So, like, I'll just say, don't, don't be scared to take what, to go for what you want. And if you want things done the right way, always refer back to your religion. Always refer back to the deen. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because even then for yourself, like let's say you ask the questions that, you know, our parents would tell us to ask, you know? Yeah. If your parents are telling us, hey, when you go into this marriage, ask these certain questions. When you're getting to know a guy, talk to your parents. I think when young, like, when it's young, hard. It's hard to talk to your parents. relationship at 21. Yeah. You're close to 30. Talk to your mom. The new or a guy, go talk to your dad. Yeah. Your parents are not going to say, don't speak to me about this. Do you know what I mean? They experience this too. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Be comfortable enough to speak to your family members, your friends, and ask, what do you think about this? Don't don't shut down every single person. Okay, go ahead. Talk to this guy. It doesn't work out. If the questions you ask are like, it's not clicking with you, or you see a red flag, once you see one red flag, run. You run. And if you feel like you don't want to run because he... No, no, but if all the credentials are good, but there's yeah. one issue, it ask the, that question. It depends what the issue is. Yes. It's like drugs and alcohol. alcohol. Right. If he's not going to stop now, like, give, tell him, if you need a man drinks, okay? Tell him, okay, you were drinking before me. I'm giving you like six months to clean up. And if he says no to you, the peace sign in the air. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Build, yeah, okay, build up a person capable. But if he says no to you on certain things, then there's no point of being in that relationship. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, guys, I've been drinking until they were 35 years old. 
lead to immediate transfer to five or they say I'm still going to be selling drugs after five. Do you want a real job? Where are you meeting these guys? <laughs> That's all I want to know. know. The problem is those semi. I grew up in. We're project babies. Yeah, yeah we're yeah, project babies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. I grew up in auto housing. I so the people that I meet, some people are well educated, some people are selling drugs. Yeah. So and then I have friends that are career driven have amazing jobs and I have some friends that are still yeah. selling drugs do you know what I mean yeah. so even with women I have women who are working these amazing jobs and they have these crazy careers you know what I mean and they're living in Dubai and you're like wow I applaud you as a woman I am so proud of you like go girl they're still and they're still, still trying to figure it out do you know what I mean and I'm not where I want to be, but alhamdulillah, I'm somewhere. Do you know what I mean? I'm yeah. getting there. Like, yeah. I have my own place. I do my own stuff. And I think I live in a pretty decent condo. And, as like, long as you're not in the same shit you're doing when you're 21. 21. If you're not progressing from 21-year-old you until, like, 28-year-old you, there's a there's a bigger issue within yourself. Do you know what I mean? Because you're way too Don't comfortable. Jump, yeah. Don't jump into relationships until you figure yourself out. Love yourself first before loving somebody else. Do and I think mean? people forget, too, you are a product of your environment. I know way more Somali men that are selling drugs and popping bottles than and there's good wearing boys. a suit every day every day. five to go to work. Yeah, you know, you know what, what I mean? mean? There's a lot of guys who will take their hard-earned money, not their drug money, and you'll catch them in the club every single weekend, and you're like, sir, you're not tired? Like, and you know, you'll We're see them. What do you That, yeah. right now, the person I'm with, yeah. if you tell him, like, hey, let's go drinking, let's go to the club, he'll be like, what are we celebrating? Why are we going there? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's a very good question. Why are you guys going there? Like, why are they going there? Yeah. But then you look on Snapchat because social media is so big right now and you see these guys and you're like, oh, so-and-so was such a, like, he was such a good boy in school and he was this. And then you just see him with a whole bottle of Casamigo down his throat and he's screaming, woo, in the club. And you're like, yeah, yo, what's going on here? Like, sir, you work a nine to five. Like, that's your hard-earned money. You know what I mean? But then you see some drug dealers where they're sitting at home and they're just stacking, stacking, stacking. Oh my God, he has money. He has money. Like, and you're like, wow, all he does is stack, but he's just popping perks here. He's doing... Like, everybody is a product of their environment. Yeah. doesn't matter how it is. Do you know what I mean? doesn't matter where you grew up. Like, how you grew up, you're a product well, of your environment. Different people. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean that they're better by any means. No, Nobody's no, no, saying no, 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 that. No, no. They have their own demons. But we're just saying majority of the time right now for situations like this, you really are a product of your environment. Yeah. But you can beat those statistics. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You have the tools in this country. Look at you. You're a project, baby. Below to you, hands down, I applaud you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we nobody really speaks bad about you. Nobody goes and says, you know, I saw Sammy in the club last weekend and he was popping five bottles. But nobody's saying that. Nobody's judging. That's your life. That's between you and God. But at the same time, certain women are going to run away from you and they're going to be like, I don't want that because if I have a baby on my hip, nobody got time for you on a Friday night to be out here spending money on Lucy in the club. Yeah. You know what I mean? Giving yeah. her shots. What I do for that? I need a formula. Do you know what I mean? Do you know yeah. what I mean? So that's the issue. So... Yeah. Um, yeah. I think I don't know. I think overall, obviously, the book is meant for. A it man. was interesting. I it was interesting. It. I give it to you. I would tell the audience themselves read the book because it's a good read and you know how it's to. Funny. It it's starts funny. Super funny. funny. And then it gets sad. sad. But the whole situation with that, with that the Arab girl, that, that girl was disrespectful. disrespectful. Um, but like, yeah. there's a lot of. I get it when it comes down to guys. The dating world for guys is hard as well. But then for the girls, it's hard as well. It's like a damned if you do, damned if you don't right now. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but like more on the app store, I would just say it's, it's a lot harder because it's a numbers game. Yeah. Like yeah. You guys, like for example, if you guys went on these apps, you get like at least 20 guys per day. But for you guys, it's still... I've never been on the apps, but yeah. I have my friends on apps. I've, yeah. It's like I've sat with yeah. her and we're going to... It's really like Tinder. 
continue to swipe left or right. You know what I mean? And then yeah. there's a whole bio of blah, blah, blah. But he's so, right. Those apps for guys, like for girls, it's easier for a guy to approach the girl than it is because the they're girls, looking at looks. Yeah, they're That's looking the at looks. Thing. Like, uh, one of my friends said something interesting. He told me um, guys don't have to be good looking. Yeah, it's true though. Yeah, he has a point. Guys don't have to be good looking. What matters is their pockets. My aunt, my mother, all of them have told me. Have you ever seen in life, you'll see a 20-year-old girl with a 7-year-old man because his pockets are yeah. big and fat. But would you ever see a 7-year-old woman with a 20-year-old man? And it's like, that's you'll see it, but it's kind of rare. Yeah. And you won't really see it in our communities. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, it's I get that. I understand that you know, women are going for certain things and men are going for certain things. But I feel like now women are acting this way because they've been treated a certain way and then on these apps they're the ones that have to do these airbrush filters and then they got called catfish and then they get scared because they're they want these certain men to approach them and they want to be liked yeah like you won't wear makeup one day why aren't you wearing makeup why or you, you look sick girls? yeah you look sick but when you do wear makeup like why are you doing most yeah what do you want sir like men what do you want do you want a girl to look good or yeah. do you want her to be natural like it's a lot of little back and forth things, you know what I mean? And I think like us for this whole thing, I get where you're coming from because this is based on a Muzmatch and Salams and how the platforms are and how it is for Somali men and women and what the core issues are, you know? And that's why I feel like the core issues are not even just the app itself, but what we discuss behind the apps that make those apps the problem. Like make having those apps and the problems that they have on it, do you know what I mean? Absolutely. And I don't want people to be turned off by these apps yeah. all because some people experience um, catfishes or liars. Yeah. Try it out. You never know. You might be the lucky one to find. Other than that, everything. Everything looks like it's, it's, it's in God's hands. Yeah. Whatever happens, happens. It is what it is. Do you know what I mean? So don't let my your neighbor turn you off because oh she found a whole match on those match. Try it out. Don't let it stop you. Want to get married? That's good for you. But find take, the one. Take, take your those, time. Yeah. Take your take, time. Take your That's time. the thing. I think what I you're think not gonna find a husband in 24 hours. No, and I Take think your time. these apps. I think the biggest issue is people are not taking their time. It's more like speed dating, ma'am, sir. Mm-hmm. Relax yourself. Ask me for my family's last name first before you're telling me. Can I see what your big toe looks like? Like, <laughs> ask me what's really going on. Like, what you expect. I think after then, like, do things strategically. Like, you guys are talking for like a couple, like a week or so. Hey, what do you expect? Or maybe a month. See how your vibe is. Like, see how you guys mesh with each other. And then, hey, how would you? raise children how is your career driven da, da, da. and i really truly believe like talking over the phone mm-hmm. and having that like that icebreaker conversation i agree with you on that sammy because in the book you're like when you're talking on the phone it's a lot different than when you're texting somebody do you know what i mean and i agree with you on that because talking on the phone it becomes more personal you hear their voice they yeah hear your voice. talk on the phone and text they yeah and, like, or facetime mm-hmm. yeah. facetime i don't know about all that right yeah, but but no, afterwards, like, yeah, how comfortable you are as a person. Yeah. If you can talk to somebody on FaceTime right away, then yeah, kudos to you. Because I, I can do FaceTime. I can do FaceTime. Yeah, yeah. I can do FaceTime right away. It's not a big deal. Yeah. But just take your time. Just like, you're not going to get married in 24 hours. Yeah, a thousand. You're and not going to find the right one in 24 yeah. hours. And a lot of times, even when you go and you sit down with like some of my friends who are like in their 30s, how long do you think it takes? We'll ask them, how long do you think it takes to get married after you get to know a guy? Every girl has the same breakdown. Mm-hmm. Six months. You know in six months if you're gonna get married or not. You know what's gonna no, happen. Six months is once like the first three months you talk about the future. Yeah. After you guys have had that conversation, you guys agree on the same page, 
then in six months, you guys can discuss, oh, when are you going to talk to my dad, or what should I do to your family, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. It doesn't take a whole year to know. Especially we talk all the time, they're texting, FaceTiming, on the phone. It isn't like, six months is a good period to discuss if you want to get married or not. Yeah. So I think that should, yeah. that's when you know, especially her, at our age. Yeah, you need to ask the right question. Yeah, ask, ask the right questions. questions. Ask about your, first thing first, do you pray? Like, that's the first question to yeah. ask somebody, do you pray? How are you with your family? You what's your what relationship mean? with your mother? Yeah, what's your, what's your, as a woman, what's your relationship with your mother or your father? Or the same thing goes for men. The yeah. father one's a big thing. Yeah, I, I, don't know, I don't know if I mentioned that. Yeah, you did. Yeah. You mentioned that yeah. with the father. Like, it's yeah. really important for somebody. Yeah. You want to be with somebody that has a great relationship with their parents, you know what I mean? Yeah. Then you have, the next question after that is, how do you want to raise our children? Do you want me to help you or are you going to handle it all on your own? Because all these girls, they don't ask these questions. They know when their baby comes, they have their three-month-old baby on their hip and they're pregnant again. And their men are not doing shit. Yeah. And then it's then then they feel like it's too late. Yeah. Do you know what and I mean? And you can't leave. They feel like I can't go they're anywhere. They're stuck. But like no, it's, that's why you have to have these conversations. Because they're scared. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're scared to jump into a new relationship. You don't know if it's gonna go right or wrong. So take your time. Yeah. yeah. Don't accept these apps. If somebody wants to introduce to somebody, just go for it. It doesn't hurt. You know what I mean? Yeah. It really does not hurt. Mm-hmm. And then if you keep saying no, 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 you're gonna be 33 years old. You're like shit. <laughs> Boy, hook me up with somebody right now. <laughs> Let me go back home and see what there is. But yeah. no, I think like the new 30 right now, everybody's settling down now. And I think that's a good thing because not a good, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but a good thing because these people are at a point in their life where they actually know what they want. And I think now like with people having the age that they're at and they're able to express themselves, when you're younger, you don't really know what you're doing. You don't know your head from your ass. You're like, oh my God, what's really going on? Mm-hmm. But Sammy, I guarantee you, if you were to walk into an environment now that you are and these women that are there and they're already have their, like some of them already have their careers or they're like just right there about to grab their career, they're like, guess what? I still want to dip my, my feet into something new. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that something new might be a relationship, but guess what? Now you guys get to talk about more than, hey, do you know what show was on Netflix the other night? It's more like, hey, I work today. This is what I did. Now you have an intelligent conversation. You actually have life conversations that you can continue working on day to day. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Versus people who have nothing going on for them. These women who have nothing going on for them. These men have nothing going on for them. Hey, what did you do today? Nothing. Like, oh, I just chilled. I saw my homie. I did this. I did that. Hey, girl, what did you do today? Nothing. I saw my mom around the house. Like, I really didn't do anything. That's it. Mm-hmm. Versus when you guys go to dinner and you guys have these conversations. Imagine you meet such a nice girl. I'm as much as salams. And she's so well oriented and everything. And you go on this dinner date. And she's telling you about her career and her life. And well, what she's imagine doing. she's all this in the first conversation is awkward. It's awkward, yeah. She didn't, like, you know, like, the first date is always awkward. Second date, mm-hmm. not so much. And then just give it some time. And you're right. Women right now, studying and school and working is, has been their priority because that's how they've been raised. Yeah. Or back home, or, like, or back in the day, they were raised to, you know what, you're, you have to be this woman in the house. Where they're trying to change that. They don't want their kids to be that. Now, tomorrow, when you raise kids, your son might be that guy who makes a six-figure income that might be that six-foot-tall guy that everybody wants but this whole app thing i think with the reason we underlined a lot of these issues was because it plays a big factor to these apps do you know what i mean and that's why things don't work out 100 percent on the first try because people are very reserved nowadays because you know what at certain ages you don't know what you're doing it's like the blind leading the blind those guys people are so scared to go on these apps I'm too nice. Yeah, I don't want to desperate. I don't know. And then it's like, do you know what I mean? These apps don't make you desperate. No. The fact that you want to get married does not make you desperate. Yeah. So don't be scared to say, oh, I'm making a match account. Don't be embarrassed at that. You want to find love? 
go ahead. Don't let that shit stop you. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, before we wrap it up, you guys want to have any uh, final words? Oh yeah. no, we talked a lot. <laughs> I think we. I think you're, at this point the battery's dead on the camera. Like on the, <laughs> on the long episode, yeah, that's gonna be really long. You know, yeah. I just think kudos to you, good job on what you did. Yeah. I think I think in general our generations are really yeah. taking L's on both sides. Yeah. Because, you know, the guys are not finding what they're looking for, and the women are not. And then the women are like, hey, you know what, my my time my time is ticking, yeah. and yeah. you know I need to be fertile still, and I still need to have the same energy. I guarantee you a thousand percent when our parents were at 22 having six children, they had more energy than us having kids at this age. That's you know crazy. I mean? you know how many guy friends of mine tell me when you're getting married, you're getting expired. Excuse me? <laughs> and I crack a joke sometimes. I'm like, girl, I've been on the market for so long. I'm on clearance at this point. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just like, I don't know. I just feel like it, it's different. Like yeah. it's different, you know? Yeah, so absolutely. overall, a lot of guys, I do get where you're coming from. They are taking us, but unfortunately maybe it's the women that they're approaching you know yeah 100% maybe it's the women they're approaching exactly like certain women I agree certain women are conniving Mm -hmm. you know what I mean Mm -hmm. but then there's certain women that are really miskeen and they're just like hey like I just want to be yeah don't let the evil ones yeah ruin it for you ruin it for you vice versa for women don't let the evil guys ruin it don't let those guys who you know we're just looking for one thing ruin it for you Yeah, like the one that, yeah, don't let the... The Arab chick ruin it for you. <laughs> the Arab chick or the guy that's a mismatch cleaning, he's a civil engineer. <laughs> Girls, there's, there are some civil engineers on there. Yeah. You'll find them, don't worry, you know? <laughs> but like, just look for somebody to match you, to match your same But it doesn't necessarily need to be a Somali guy. No. As long as the person is Muslim. Vice versa, Sammy, it doesn't need to be a Somali woman, right? If I oh, find I a nice little you. Arab girl, oh, I, I, don't, I don't mind. You dated girls that are not Somali. No, that's, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I read the book, and then, like, once I went through university, the Somalis are more of a preference. Yeah. You know I mean? yeah. But, but now I feel like I've kind of, like, I've, been, I've, I've yeah. definitely opened up dating, like, not Somalis at this point. Because yeah. I spend a, a period of time dealing with it, uh, dealing with Somali women. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, 100%. 100%. I wrote that in the book. So, yeah. <laughs> but first thing first, uh, thank you uh, so much, uh, Sabrina and Amal, for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate it. We appreciate you guys coming on and giving a different perspective on the book and you giving your unique perspective on a lot of these topics that we we're kind of talking about today and also been bringing about the podcast. So thank you so much. I'm indebted to you guys for coming on. Uh, Thanks for yeah. having. This was yeah. actually really fun. Yeah. Yeah. Everything is yeah. yeah. You may call. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. So I want to thank uh, Mal and Sabrina for coming on. Thank you everybody for listening to Salon Nomad. I'm your host, Sammy, and I'll catch you guys in the next time.